Stricken Motel, talking toys. This is our podcast, we are making noise. So gather round all you girls and boys. Stricken Motel, we are talking toys. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Toy Talk Guys podcast. I'm Strick. And I'm Motel. We're here to bring you everything happening in the world of toys. We're talking action figures, Lego, video games, and anything else that catches our eye. On today's podcast, we got a lot of things to go through. We got our quick mentions, discussion topics. We'll be talking Hasbro, Nintendo, Blitzway, Lego, of course, Moose Toys, Toys R Us, General Mills, and the future. Oh, just talking about the future in general, the future of toys. We'll have a fan involvement. We'll do collection updates. And uh, yeah, you guys know the, know the, the, the drill. The, yeah, you know the drill by now. That's what I was looking for, the drill. <laughs> Where's my drill? There it is. Quick mentions, man. Kick us off. Here's a quick mention for you, just to uh, clarify. I am now a father. Uh, oh, just, shoot. Just want to yeah. put that out there. Um, you know, happy and healthy little guy here at home with us. He's great. He's the uh, the light the light of my life next to my wife. There you go. Just just because I know we, I know I mention it. I'm just like you know. Once I have kids, I really want to get them this and that. Well, now I have a kid, and I want to get him this and that. So. <laughs> you got all the excuses now. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so, with that being said, I'd like to start off quick mentions with Mattel, the Jurassic World Legacy Collection, and I have complained about this on several casts. I have I have complained a lot, and now Mattel has heard my cries, has heard my bees, and they are now giving us a Dennis Nedry in the Legacy Collection line. Dude, he is looking good. Finally, um, after that whole SEC exclusive junk, uh, they're finally giving us one, and this is actually a a preferred style where he's in his raincoat, and mm-hmm. he comes with a Dilophosaurus that attacks him, and he comes with his his Jeep that he tries to escape in. Again, I like these sets because, oh, I like this this line because these are toys that are like collector, like for collectors, but they're also the toys that like kids can play with. And, and these are the toys that I wanted back in the day. Like I wanted a perfect representation of Dennis Nedry because I always had to recast him like with another action figure, you know, because I didn't have one. So it's nice to like mm. see these guys and they're available to us. So there you go. That's a that's coming at you from Mattel for 29.99. You can pre-order it now with a uh release date in April, which we are in currently. That's tight, man. I like yeah. that thing. So another quick mention. Uh this is going to be super quick because I'm not a gigantic fan, but I feel like it was worth mentioning here. NECA they are introducing a line of gargoyles action figures. Mm-hmm. Dude, remember, I actually, I liked gargoyles. I, was, I thought you mentioned that you like gargoyles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like gargoyles too. I wasn't, <clears throat> I can't speak to it with any authority just because I wasn't a huge fan of it. I, I definitely watched it <clears throat> and this figure looks great. So. One, one note on gargoyles. I don't, I don't think you had this, but like this kind of stuff when I was watching it as a kid, I was like, I, sh- I shouldn't be watching this, you know? Yeah, well, I had those feels. Okay. It was it was kind of a weird where you're like, I want to be watching this because I shouldn't be watching this, but it's like I'm scared of it kind of. It kind of felt dark, yeah. It had it had like oh, a yeah. ba- a Batman tone to it. Big time, big time. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I'm there with you. It, it had it had the the Are you afraid of the dark vibes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like in cartoon form, where in I'm cartoon just like, form, I, of course. It's like it's a little scarier for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> these these dudes are like pretty terrifying for kids. Like if you think about it, they they scary looking. I'm just happy to see it. Um, you know, for for those fans that want these figures because there I just feel like there hasn't been a lot of action in the gargoyles world lately. So it's nice that NECA's breathing some life into that property. So there you go. Quick mentions. Nice. Keeping them quick. All right. We ready to rattle off like a hundred Lego leaks? Let's do it. Here we go. We got some Venom, some Venom helmets. We got some Star Wars helmets, dude. Uh we got some 1960s Batmobile, Adidas buildable shoe, and the space shuttle discovery. Do any of these things remotely Peak your interest that we could talk about it for like two seconds. For two seconds. All right. Well, first, I mean, if, if I had to pick one of my favorites, it's the uh, the 1960s Batman. Uh, oh, yeah. That's that's a great little set. Um, one that I would pick up if I was looking for something Batman Lego related. So uh, I'll mention that. And then also, I'd like to mention uh, I, as, as many minutes as I can possibly give it. I love talking about these Star Wars helmets. Because <laughs> um, they deserve so much time on this podcast. You love them, dude. I do. I, I'm glad to see the Scout Trooper making it on there. You know, that's great. That's that's a, that's a helmet that everybody likes. Uh, but more importantly, you know I'm a big fan of the probe droid. And there's a probe you are. droid there. And we're calling it a helmet. You know? Yeah, dude. Why not? Why not? It's a helmet, right? Kinda. <laughs> like, sure. You know, you can call it an airplane. What? You know, who cares? You know, I don't. I don't think these have quite been confirmed as three helmets. I think the probe droid might just be like a buildable droid. Okay, well, there and you go. They're just they're adding in. If they call that thing a helmet, that is like one of the dumbest marketing things I've ever seen. Yeah, dude. But yeah, you know, I like me the probe droid, so I was I was happy to see that. Yeah, I'm shocked they did this. I'll I'll talk about this later in like collection updates. But like some of the stuff they're doing is just shocking me, including this Adidas shoe. But whatever. That's a quick mention. You guys check that out. Lots of leaks. Check out the leakers before all their pages are taken down. Something strange in the neighborhood. Ghostbusters! Okay, where are those ghosts? Meow! They're everywhere. I'll reel this one into Echo One. Bankman, over here, it's Bug Eye. I think he's got his eye on you, Winston. Uh oh. All right, Strick. Who are you gonna call? Who are you I'm gonna say- call? I'm not saying. Who are you gonna call, man? I'm not gonna say it. Dang, dude. Ghostbusters. Yeah, dude. You're, call, you're calling the boys, the Ghostbusters. We're talking about Hasbro, the the new Kenner Classics line they, they, that they keep adding to. We got the Ghostbusters Ecto-1. Yeah, dog. Now, I know you didn't have this back in the day, but you, you've you had to at least seen it like in my toy collection, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah, so I do have a, a great-looking uh, Ecto-1 uh, that's complete. It looks really nice. It's it's not all beat up. Um, so I have a nice vintage one that's in displayable condition in my collection. But now that Hasbro has announced, oh, hey, well, here's the exact same toy. We're just re-releasing it. I kind of bubbled up with a couple of feelings. Hmm. My immediate thought was, uh, I mean, I already have the Ecto-1. Do I need <laughs> another one? <laughs> And the answer is yes. Yes, I do. I pre-ordered it. So there's that. <laughs> uh, I pre-ordered it. Uh, it's coming in, I believe they slated it for August. Uh, so there you go. And now I, I did that for a number of reasons. Um, I did that because I want a nice boxed example of the Ecto-1. Uh, that's something that goes on the internet for big bucks. Um, and it's not something that I would ever 
fork over money for just because with the same reasons, because I have the Ecto one already. I don't need to buy another one at an insane price in the right. box. Right. The, the box art is so cool. It's so, it, it's just, it screams, you know, when these were released. So I wanted to have that and just keep it, uh, possibly display it at some point, but I wanted to just have a nice minty example of this. And honestly, I, I'm really thinking about buying another one just because I have a kid now. Yeah, dude. I would love to open it up and, you know, he can just have his way with it at when he's at uh, at the right age to play with it. You know, absolutely. If, if, if he's into Ghostbusters, you know, he can have a field day with it. I want him to experience exactly what I experienced as a kid. So there you go. And then also to mention, I did not pre-order these, but it's it's worth mentioning that they also came out with more ghosts to add to your collection. Uh, you have the eyeball popping ghost and you have the toilet ghost called Fearsome Flush. I did have these ghosts back in the day. I liked the toilet. The toilet was good. The bug eye ghost I wasn't too big a fan of just because I think the whole idea was like to put the eyeball in there and then you got to like whack him on the back and then he's supposed to pop the eyeball out. But it never worked for me because the plastic... I guess it's a matter of how old it was because the plastic kind of got a little hard for me. So (laughs) when you would hit it, it just like wouldn't do anything. And then I'd end up just like flicking the eyeball out. And also it came on a string. So you kind of had to like spool the string into the hole, which was annoying to reset it every time. So I don't know. I'm probably not picking that up. I'm probably not picking the toilet up. I don't know, man. I still, I feel like I still have mixed feelings on on some of this stuff that, that it's still, that it's being made available now. but. I kind of keep falling back onto that idea of I have a kid now and I'd love for him to just have the same stuff I had and see if he enjoys it the way I enjoyed it. Yeah, dude, definitely. That's really, you don't have to go out and get a vintage thing and spend a buttload of money and then have him wreck it because he will absolutely wreck it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have they released anything that like wasn't part of the original or was like, you know, supposed to become out or like, is there anything in that old vintage line like that that they could re-release? But it never got released? Yeah, like Holy Grails or oh, anything yeah. like... Oh, there's oh, stuff yeah. out there. Yeah, well, I don't know if it actually exists. I know there's, like, resin copies that exist of certain figures that were in some toy catalog uh, at the very end of the line. Hmm. Uh, I, I think I told you before, the last line of Ghostbusters that were released are the Ecto-Glow figures. So, like, it's basically, like, the same figure that's been recast time and time again, but it's it's glow in the dark and those like basically sat on shelves. Nobody bought them and the line died. So nowadays those figures are super hard to come by. And I'm glad, (laughs) I'm glad you actually mentioned that because that was, that was a big mention um, for a lot of the community. Cause I believe Hasbro actually reached out like on Twitter and asked people like, what do you guys want from this vintage collection? And a lot of people are saying they want the Ecto-Glow figures. And rightly so, because that that stuff goes online, like, for crazy amounts. It's just, you can't find the stuff. Like, there's there's not a lot of people that are selling it. Like, whoever wants it has it, basically. So, yeah. it's, it's difficult to find it. And it'd be nice for people to have that opportunity to add those figures to their collection. So, yeah. Yeah, there, man. This is, this is going to be a line that we talk about a lot, because I feel like Kenner's going to do a lot of work with it, because the... The market is there for this stuff. A sealed Super Mario Bros. 
sold for $660,000. Yes, that's a, that's a six-figure number there. Shattering record for most expensive game ever sold. Previous was only $156,000. Um, I feel like this is going to turn a lot of people's eyes to like what you and I do, Motel, and like what, probably what a lot of people have listened to Casto, which is just like you know buying and selling old toys, vintage stuff. What are your what are your thoughts on this like news like this? Does it get you kind of anxious or you get pumped? That's I, I think that's not chump change. It ain't chump change. That's, that's not something to scrape your knee on, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's that's basically like a really nice house, uh, uh, at least around where I live. Yeah, that's uh, that's getting up to close to a million there. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Uh, I am blown away, uh, first of all. Second of all, you know, you, you almost want to take a step back and kind of question this stuff because that, I mean, the previous record is 156. Like, where did, where did this number come from? That, that's insane to me. I don't even know what that game, like, I don't know if it was Mario or not. I don't think it was. Uh, that was the previous holder. Oh, Super Mario Bros. 3 that sold for that. Yeah. Um. I think it's just because of the rating of this and it's the fact that it's the first Mario Bros game and I'm sure it's like the Japan edition or whatever where it has the three screws or whatever makes it more valuable but yeah no, dude no it's not that's it's not the first edition it's like a a third or fourth edition of this game and apparently like it was something that it was only released for a short amount of time like the mm. distribution, like the way that it was presented. I don't know, like if it, I guess it, it didn't have a hang tab or something. I feel like an idiot speaking because I'm not an authority on this stuff, but I know it's like wrapped in cellophane and it, it's without a hang tab or something. But uh, like that to me is, is, is really peculiar. Like wouldn't, wouldn't you, I feel like in collections, don't you want like the first edition of something? Like why, why is this going for, you know, 660 660- Six or six hundred and sixty thousand dollars for a fourth edition or whatever it is. That's crazy. It must be one of those uh, like one of a kinds. And I think one of the games that I saw at some point was like track and field or like one of those. But it was like it was the same thing where it was like a very specific version was released like way later. Yeah. And it's like there's just no copy of that around that's still sealed and then still in like amazing condition. So it's like you're holding one of the only available really mint versions of this particular game. I get you that it's like, I would want the first edition too. I would, I don't, I want to be splurging on this, but like someone who's already got a really solid copy of the first edition, they're like, hell yeah, I want this. And there's probably at least like three of those people and they probably have crazy money. That, that is just, it's crazy to me, man. I, I would never, <laughs> I cannot yeah, imagine dude. spending that much on cardboard, plastic and cellophane. That no is, way, dude. That is nuts to me. I mean, that to me is like, I would have to ha- have a custom built like room dedicated to that one thing. And <laughs> it would be like sealed behind bulletproof glass and temperature controlled. Like there's nothing happening to that thing without me knowing about it. Because that is insane. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, that's an insane number. Yeah. I'm sure like freaking Zuckerberg's like a huge Nintendo fan at some point you know it's like all these guys that are running like google and stuff i'm sure they're buying this stuff you know they're all nerds you know it's like they gotta be buying this stuff that's who's buying it yeah and i mean specifically it's mario bros and that is you know that holds so much marquee value for this oh, stuff. Yeah. like i don't know if you're gonna be selling any other random stuff uh for this amount of money like i think it's always gonna be mario or link zelda and all that 
Um, mm-hmm. For sure. Well, I mean, six hundred sixty-six thousand, dude. That's jokes on them, dude. Because I, I'm, I know I bought one uh, that had Duck Hunt on it, and <laughs> it doesn't look like this one does. So. Wow, Baldur's on my cereal. I can't believe it. I wonder where he is. Can I see him? Now you can find one of four new Waldo games on specially marked boxes of Quaker Oat Life. Everybody's gonna wanna. Thank you. All right, dude. Don't strain your eyes. Get yourself a magnifying glass, and let's crack these books open. What books am I talking about? I'm talking about Where's Waldo? Is that how you Waldoed with a magnifying glass? <laughs> I know that's how like grandmas did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was gonna say, man. I was about to call you out for Waldoing like a granny. Now, I think I think one of the books I had actually had the magnifying glass come with it. So, oh. All right. Uh, but I mean, we are kind of talking about the books, but the news here is that Blitzway is coming out with Where's Waldo figures. Blitzway. I'm, I don't. Do I know Blitzway? As for, I'm glad. I'm glad you asked that. Yeah, you actually do. From a couple casts ago, uh, I believe their claim to fame a little while ago was putting out those Inspector Gadget figures that we. Talked ah, about. yeah. Yeah, these look similar. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're trying their hand at Where's Waldo. And an interesting thing to note uh, before we start talking about the figures, did you know that in other parts of the world, like the UK, he's called Wally? Oh, no, no, I did not know that. Dude, like the same books got released over there in other parts of the world, I imagine. And it's, it looks exactly the same, but just the name has changed. That's so weird. I think they do that sometimes. That's like odd, if- dude. It is weird. I mean, I don't know why they had to call it or change it, but yeah. I, well, I did like a double take. I'm like, did I, have I just been messing that up like my entire life? <laughs> like I just haven't read the cover. <laughs> yeah, that'd be like a total, that's like a Berenstein Bear situation. <laughs> All right. But here, here we go. Uh, Blitzway putting out their toy, their, their action figures of, of Waldo. Um, it looks like we're getting two different flavors of him. Uh, you have one that's coming out at, that stands at, around 13.75 inches tall, and then another one that's coming out that stands at around the 7-inch mark to 8-inch mm. mark. He's a tall boy. They are tall. Um, and it doesn't look like any other figures come with him other than his pack-in dog on the 7-inch uh, figure. And his pack-in dog is named Wolf. Yeah, dude. You, you know Wolf? I, I don't. I remember looking at him. Oh, I, I dude. Didn't know his name. <laughs> Did you ever have the books with Wolf in it? Yeah, he was like a little side quest. You could find him. Yeah, I remember that. All right, yeah. You had to find his little tail. That's all you could see was the little tail. He would drive me absolutely insane. He was always the last one on the page you'd found. Oh, okay. We'll we'll talk talk about the books here shortly. What I wanted to mention here was uh, basically, you know, he comes with all this stuff, which Waldo's a man that, you know, he considers himself a traveler. He likes to see the world. He likes to be ready for whatever whatever situation he gets tossed into. And, and here he represents exactly that mindset. So he comes with like a snorkel. He comes with binoculars, a camera, tea kettle, a satchel, coffee mug, shovel, and of course his his iconic walking stick. So uh, he he looks good uh, for a Waldo figure, I guess. I have nothing to go off of, um, but he, he looks accurate to how he was depicted in all those books we so fondly remember. Yeah, man. Uh, what I wanted to comment on here was 
these weird scales that he's standing at, um, you know, 13.75 inches tall and seven inches tall. Like the idea here is to, I think for a lot of collectors, they want to like pop him into like one of their toy shelves and just be like, Oh, (laughs) where's Waldo? You know? Oh yeah. I see. Okay. And he's going to be towering over a lot of collectibles. (laughs) So it's going to be a little obvious. Uh, Because really, like, the standard size of action figures, at least in this day and age, is the six-inch mark. Like, that that is what a lot of action figures uh, tend to go at. I I know back in the day, like, G.I. Joe, Star Wars scale, like, 3.75, like, 4-inch, like, that was the thing back in the day. Uh, And mainly that was to, like, uh, so, so the... Like companies could sell the experience, like they could sell you vehicles, they could sell you play sets, and those figures uh, could scale with that really nicely. And it's it's cheaper to to make all that stuff, and it all looks nice and works together. Uh, these six inch figures nowadays are like collectible stuff, you know. That's it's like the figures you just want to like put on your shelf and look at. So I'm not sure why he's bigger than all these figures that are coming out today. I think that makes sense, man. I don't know why. Why do you think that makes sense? That doesn't make any if, sense. If you're just like lining up all your figures and like not really putting a lot of gaps in between, and you just got him like peeking, you know, just like peeking behind one of your other figures, you just like perfect. I like, it's like that. what he does in the book. Yeah, man, he's just I like peeking. That. I like that. Okay, I take back everything I said. <laughs> I like that. I, like that. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's one way to do it. Uh, it's it's it does bother me a little bit still. I mean, in that situation, you. you kind of always just have to like tuck him. So I'm I'm not yeah. I'm not too big a fan of that. With with all that being said, Strick, you obviously have some some wonderful memories reading these books or looking oh, yeah, at these dude. books rather. Um, yeah, I sent you the link of uh, a list of all the books. I, oh, I, I was curious if you could tell me which Where's Waldo books you remember reading or having. Yeah, I had um, Where's Waldo, like the first one, book two, book three, book four, book five. Um, oh, you had all those? Yeah, I had all those. And then, Man. and then yeah, uh, Nicole bought me a pack when we dated like in high school or something like that. She bought me that. Dang, dude. Privileged over there. I had, I had like one <laughs> book. <laughs> I mean, I had a lot of more brothers and sisters ahead of, or brother, at least a brother and sister ahead of me. And then a sister behind me. Yeah, I had Where's Where's Waldo the Fantastic Journey. So I had the yellow one and that got looked at a whole lot. Um and that was the one I can I can really only speak to that one as far as I I can't really remember like specific pages, but I know in that one you had to look for Waldo and you also had to look for the wizard and then you also had to look for this scroll that was like sitting yeah, around. Yeah, dude. And that would that would wreck my eyes because I'd be strained. <laughs> oh man! Well, dude, oh, wait till you get to where's Waldo the Wonder Book, dude. That's where you're looking for like five people and five different items, and one of them's Wolf the dog. That's a little tail, and you, you want to murder that thing. Oh wow! Yeah. The only the only one that I think compares to that is I believe it's in Waldo's Fantastic Journey. Uh, was one where it was a page of just all him. And you had to look for oh, yeah. the one that was accurate was like, I think he was missing a shoe. Yep. So you're just like looking that. at all of him and I want to shoot myself. That was yep. horrible. <laughs> Dude, so they have a version of that in one of these of the dog. And it's like, <laughs> it's just a bunch of dogs and you got to find the one that only has a tail. 
That's the page that I'm telling you. I like, I was, I probably like ripped it, dude. Cause I like hated that page. I could never find the dog. I always forget. And I'm like, oh my God, where's this dog? Well, like I was saying before, man, you know, you had all those books at your disposal, nice and privileged. Uh, some of us, <laughs> some of us had to resort to renting these from our uh, school library. Ugh. And yeah, let me tell you, kids weren't really kind to these books and they kind of circled him when they found him. So oh, it was no. kind of like, what's the point? <laughs> I remember, I also remember my, one of my teachers did, it's like this project that she gave us. It's like, you're going to do your weekly reading assignment. So uh, like, oh, fill in these bubbles. Like every time you read a book, fill in the bubble and then tell me what the book was. <laughs> Everybody be trying to pass these books off as reading. <laughs> and she's like, no, not <laughs> You got to read the instructions. I mean, there's reading. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's a little bit of description in there. But Yeah, there is. I think every page has like a Waldo found himself in a blah blah blah. There's reading. <laughs> there's reading involved. Yeah, you gotta set the stage. I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. She she wasn't she wasn't feeling that though. But it's harsh. there he is, man. Waldo. I think that's the first time we mentioned him on the cast. So uh, looking right. forward to the, looking forward to seeing those figures out and seeing some reviews. I personally will not be picking them up, but it's nice to see them being made available. <laughs> Classic. Welcome to the space camp. I'm going old school on his butt. Alright, man. It's tune time. Is that what they say? <laughs> That's not what they say. We're talking about Lego Looney Tunes collectible minifigures. We talked about these before, but they're officially announced now. And uh, these are looking good, man. What do you think? You always toss it to me first so I can... <laughs> I said they're looking myself. good. No, no, no. I, I said they're looking good. myself and tell you what the which one is the worst looking, and then you're like, oh, that's the best, or which one is the best looking, and you're like, oh, that's the worst. I like them all. I, I honestly like. I can't find. There's one that I'm like not thrilled with what he looks like. So I, I, I can tell you, I have two complaints. Um, all right, let's hear them. And I'm sure they're the same complaints you have. One, it's Tweety. Yeah, that's yeah. Tweety looks horrible. Uh, that shouldn't have been Tweety. Tweety Tweety should have been a pack-in with Sylvester. Oh, yeah. Tweety shouldn't have been a standard minifigure. Tweety should have been a little um, like the the child from uh, The Mandalorian. Agree, 100%. The second complaint I have is the Roadrunner. Yeah. He he shouldn't, he looks like he's wearing Dockers. Like, that shouldn't be it. That that shouldn't be his legs. I don't don't like that at all. Um, I was curious if you had thought about that and if you had thought up a remedy for that. No, and I I never expected us to get, like, Roadrunner because of this. Like, it just doesn't look good. Uh, Yeah, he should be, honestly, they have, like, a flamingo uh, mold that they could have, like, sculpted, you know, like, remolded to be him and maybe been a pack-in, like, a big pack-in with uh, Wiley Coyote. Yeah, he doesn't look good. Um, I was checking um what they did with Big Bird, but Big Bird's way bigger, so it's his made sense. Um, yeah, this is just bad. I mean, it doesn't look good. They just should have done something else. He he looks like he's wearing khakis. Yeah, I feel like they probably had like a million meetings about that, and they're like, "Well, what's it gonna be?" And somebody's like, "Just do the mini fake legs. It'll be easier." Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, um, I I'm shocked that um, Speedy Gonzalez is in this lineup. And in the in the Space Jam movie, does that shock you? Well, I, I also see Pepe Le Pew's not in here. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
I I thought for sure this would cause a lot more conscious. Like I haven't heard anything, but I've, I haven't been reading too much news about it. But I can't imagine that character is going to last too long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I get yeah. it. Yeah. It's they're coming for him. He, he's he's about to be out of here. Um, get him while you can. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he might get pulled. Um, so if you're into that kind of thing, collecting uh some of that stuff, so yeah, get it for yourself. Are these out now? These are coming out May 1st, but they're probably, I think they're hitting shelves already because they're leaking like, they were leaking like crazy, so you could probably find them early. Do you, are you going to buy any of these? I will probably just buy a whole set um, yeah. later on. Yeah, I'm not going to go out and I have no time to feel, feel up bags <laughs> anymore. <laughs> That's not happening. Um, but yeah, man. Also, the Space Jam trailer, did you check that out? Ooh, boy. Yes, I certainly did. Yeah, dude, you pumped I, for that? <laughs> I'll get pumped, man. I was like, this is good. I'm, I'm like, I'm, art- this. I'm, I'm artificially pumped just because it's like a familiar property from the 90s that I didn't think I'd ever see again on the big screen, but here we are. So I, I guess I'm excited for it, kind of. Yeah, man. That's a, I'm feeling kind of the same, but I'm just like, God, like, I just can't wait until Oliver's of age to be enjoying something like this because I would just, I would take him to the theater to see this. Like, I, absolutely. <laughs> I would do that. And we just get so pumped for it. Like, I'm just so excited for that. What did you like about it? Uh, that's just like, it's a straight callback. Like, I love that movie. I, I watched that movie every time I was sick from school. It was that and Power Rangers the movie. And like, that was on repeat. That's all I would watch when I was sick from school. So I have, I have a fond, fond, fond memories. I own this movie digitally and I watch it just from, you know, not now, but like when I had more time, I would just watch it randomly. Um, I love this movie. You didn't buy the toys back in the day, did you? Nah, I had like some of the Burger King toys, That's but that the, was it. The McDonald's toys, yeah. The McDonald's, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember, yeah, I remember the McDonald's toys really well, and I remember the plushies that came with the value meals that like my dad would have to buy and eat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember those. Didn't they make like just big action figures, like like the Monstars? I kind of remember my friends having them. They certainly did. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah, and that's kind of we can kind of transition uh, from that into our next topic. Space Jam is here, and the rush for Space Jam Plush is on at McDonald's. Get Bugs, Taz, and all the others before they're gone. Just two ninety nine each when you buy any McDonald's deluxe or large sandwich. Only one place has Space Jam deals. This plush. McDonald's. Dog. We're continuing the tune talk here, man. Uh, we we are talking about the the new. Uh, Looney Tunes action figures that are coming out in uh, syndication with Space with Space Jam: A New Legacy. Yeah, man. Um, and we mentioned in our last topic that uh, you knew of the old toys that were out. Uh, I personally was somebody that did collect those old toys. I, I had a bunch of them. They were good. I liked them, and I'll, I'll say the one the reason I liked them. And which is why I'm worried about this new movie. The reason I like those old toys was for the Monstars. Yeah. So those were the figures I was into. Um, the tunes were kind of like bonuses. Because they were, they were kind of like little tiny mini pack-in figures with those larger Monstars figures. Right, right. So that, to me, is a little um, off-putting because I didn't see anything about the Monstars in the trailer. They're facing uh, off somebody, right? Yeah, I remember that in the trailer. It's just like it looks all made up. Uh, Dude, I mean, the, you know the monsters are coming back. I don't know if they're gonna come back. I, I feel there I will ha- be a nod. I hope they. Yeah, exactly. I hope they get mentioned. Um, oh, for sure. I mean, good lord, a whole bunch of stuff gets mentioned. I, I see at I the know. end of it, like it's 
essentially Warner Brothers just like showing what everybody like what properties they yeah, own. Yeah, no. Like it's, look at all their stuff. It felt a little desperate, honestly. Oh it was just God, like look dude. what we got. And it's like some of that stuff doesn't feel like it fits. Like <laughs> like that's that's not that deep. Yeah. Did did you did you see that there was uh, the guys from Clockwork Orange in the background. Yeah, dude. Like that. It's like, whoa, Warner Bros. Like, chill out a little bit. It's a kid that's, movie. That's in a Looney Tunes movie. <laughs> I know. Like, I feel like that might get cut before the release, you know? Like, they're like, oh, why did, who, who, who okayed that? Like, you know? Yeah, dude. Just like they nixed Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, man. He, yeah, he, he got nixed. Um, yeah. I'm sure a, a bunch of tunes are going to be on the block after this movie, man. If, oh, yeah. if if they're like true true to what the old tunes were like, yeah, some some of these tunes are getting taken down. So these new toys that are coming out, um, I don't have a, f- I guess I have like the full list of what's available or what will be available at least the first wave. Uh, I hope just the first wave because I mean, my God, there's so much more to put out than what we have here. For Christ's sake, we have two LeBron figures out of the four figures that got released. So <laughs> we need we need we need some tune action. Um, yeah, I mean, Marvin the Martian gets a figure, which is great, because he's, like, one of my favorites. Uh, Bugs Bunny, obviously, getting a, a figure. And then, you know, you got two LeBron James action figures, and he's has two ridiculous accessories uh, that I'm sure aren't even featured in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they are, man. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I remember back in the day, with the toy line, you know, they had the Monstars, which I got every single one of them. But they also had pack in like Michael Jordan and, you know, like the other guys like Patrick Ewing and Barkley and all of them. Yeah. Uh, and I remember like totally passing on that stuff. I was oh, like, I would have too, man. I was like, no, if I'm if I'm getting, you know, it wasn't like every day I go out and get a toy. It was like, you know, once every couple of weeks, I'm allowed to go out and, you know, get a toy if the mood was striking at that point. And. I wouldn't right. have wasted it on like a sports figure like oh, that. Oh, never! I was I mean, like, who buys that? <laughs> that was that was really close to like the starting lineup toys from Kenner. You know, like the, the things that like s- people that are like super into sports that are just like, I gotta have my favorite athlete in this action figure form, and he's in like a pose. You know, those toys. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like not even toys. It's like something it's like statues. That, yeah. Yeah, statues. That that is what that stuff was to me like, I was oh like, yeah I, same I can't i can't play with patrick <laughs> what am Ewing. i gonna play like <laughs> basketball go outside and i'll play basketball <laughs> the the kicker the kicker for me was they released a three-pack called the triple play it was like the michael jordan triple play and it was all michael jordan it was three <laughs> michael jordan figures. it was him it was him in his tunes his, his tune uh uniform and then the other ones was him playing golf, and then the other <laughs> one was that? the other one was him swinging a baseball bat because he tried to be a professional <laughs> baseball player in that movie. Oh and yeah, man! I'm like, who wants this? I remember, I'm no joke. I was at some kid's bowling birthday party, and he unwrapped that. <laughs> he cried. <laughs> he didn't cry. He was like, "Old oh, Space Jam." Yeah, I was like, "Dude, I mean, did you see what you're getting? Or are you just reading that at Space Jam? Because that stuff's crap." <laughs> oh man, that's too lame. funny, man. Oh, that is gosh. lame. Yeah, dude. Well, hopefully the Le- LeBron's a two pack. You know, we can only hope. <laughs> 
Yeah, so, I mean, I'm excited about this stuff. I liked the figures back in the day, so it's nice to see that this stuff's coming back. Um, I probably won't buy it, but it's I, I like I like seeing it. It's by Moose Toys. Um, not having done a deep dive on what they, what else they produce, but the figures look good enough. Uh, so yeah, I am I am definitely excited to see this stuff out in the wild. Gee whiz! I don't wanna go up, cause baby is my dad. I couldn't be a Toys R Us kid. Once a Toys R Us kid, always a Toys R Us kid. We're talking some TRU opening uh, now. The news is flip-flopped. Again. Again. Oh, yeah, it's true. We, did, we actually did talk about this. We talked about the demise, and, and this is rising like the phoenix out of the ashes. Again. Again. <laughs> um, while Disney stores close, Toys R Us doors will reopen. So Toys R Us are going to fill some of these Disney stores, man. Or, you know, that's, that's the word on the street. Um, but I think, the, I think the real news here is that Disney stores are closing, man. How do you feel about the Disney store? To be honest with you, I thought Disney stores were closed already. <laughs> <laughs> Completely honest with you. I, I know that they were looking pretty dead when I could go to the mall. Did you have a Disney store growing up? Yeah, we did. I remember it came to our mall a little bit later. Like, I was a little too old to be liking, yes, you know, Disney yes, plushies. Yes, me too, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I used to just go to the back of that store and just be like, this is amazing. Like, there's all the plush, and it's just in front of that big TV. I was just like, I just want to stay here the entire time we're at the mall. And that's <laughs> that's all I wanted to do. Okay, well, that was not my feeling. Um, no, <laughs> I'm sure you did not like the Disney store. I can I can give people locations here. I, I grew up in the uh, Berks County area um, in uh, Pennsylvania. Why, why, yeah, Pennsylvania. And that disney store came to the berkshire mall a little bit later when i i was still a kid so like i was still like oh cool the disney store okay i mean that's toys um but you know my my bread and butter was like kb toys i was like my mom was like okay we're going to the mall i'm like oh kb toys you know that's instantly what my mind goes to um but if there wasn't anything at kb toys then it was like well, what's going on at the Disney store, I guess, you know? <laughs> and then if, like, nothing was at the Disney store, it's like, okay, well, what's going on in, like, the science store? The science store. <laughs> whatever or, like, it was called. Walden Books or whatever. Yeah, what's going on in Walden Books? <laughs> it's like, they got anything? Come on. I need something. <laughs> what Goosebump books are out now? Yeah, right? <laughs> the bookstore as your last resort. So, yeah, Disney store, I mean, that was just, like, I was like, oh, well, there's technically toys in there, not anything <laughs> that I would consider wasting a... I, I wanna, I'm not going to say my own money. I'd say, like, my, my pleas and cries to get something. There's no way I'd waste my energy on trying to get anything from the Disney store. So. I'm with you. I don't think I ever purchased anything from the Disney store, aside from, like, Vinylmation for, like, a short period of time. But, yeah, dude, when I was a kid, I was just like, I love this stuff, but, like, I can't buy this. Like, it's too kiddy. Like, I can't buy it. Yeah. Um, but I, it was, like, a guilty pleasure of mine. I go in the back and just, like, just love it. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't want this to be, like, a hit piece on Disney stores because it's like you know they're fine i have nothing against them i'm just i'm not a big disney collector i'm a disney watcher i like all the disney movies um it's not just something that i need all the commemorative memorabilia for though uh what i found interesting was i had no idea they had like big disney display sections in targets i had no idea i didn't realize that either and they said that's like what will stick around or what will expand yeah they're, they're trying to they're trying to calm everybody saying, hey, don't worry. You can still head to Target and find your Disney products. I'm like, whew. Okay. Thank God. 
because Target <laughs> is always well stocked with yeah. everything obscure. Oh yeah, that's what they're known for. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought this was interesting. Saw it, figured it was worth a mention on the cast. Yeah, I mean, are you excited about Toys R Us returning? I guess so, man. I don't know. Like, I guess to a certain extent, yeah. Because then, like, we could, we could take Oliver, and it'll be like more of an experience than just going to Target or something. Like, I mean, he hasn't been to a store ever, um, so that will be eye opening for him. But it'll be cool to take him to Toys R Us if there's one around. I guess I'm just. We've already talked about this, and you sounded surprised when I said, "Oh yeah, we already talked about this." We already talked about this. I feel like we talk about this a lot with with Toys R Us and their next move. It's like it is. It is such a dead property at this point, in the, at least in the United <laughs> States. And it's, yeah. It, I mean, essentially, like, that's what it is. It's, like, the the retail version of, like, a weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> it's like the internet dragging its, its rotting corpse all around and saying, like, look, here it is. Here's, here's Toys R Us. Here's, here's the internet pop. Toys R Us. It's like, dude, I'm over it, man. Like, Toys R Us <laughs> is, like, dead. It's nostalgic for me. It's not going to be nostalgic for my kid you know like i guess it'll be nice to be like hey this is what this used to be a huge chain and he's gonna be like "Ooh, i don't care it's not something that i grew up with it's like he's gonna want the toys man it'll be stocked with the stuff he wants yeah but it's, he's not gonna be like toys are us toys are us it's not good it, it, oh he will after he goes for the first mm-hmm, time mm-hmm, okay yeah what do you mean okay that remains yeah. to be seen you're talking right. i'm talking about a standard like brick and mortar like that's gone yeah wait 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 what do you mean they're bringing back some brick and mortars, yeah. they said. Okay, well, they also brought it back before, and it didn't work. I mean, that had a lot to do with, you know, the, the times of 2020. But also, they, they're talking about, like, bringing back pop-up shops and stuff. And that was crap. Yeah. You know that was crap. Like, well, I, it's, a I, new, it's a new company, man. They're trying new stuff. Yeah, I know. And I'm getting tired of it. Like it's you're just, getting tired of it. Let it, let it, let it die, man. Let, let the, dino, the dinosaurs have their time, and Like, let it, let them go down. <laughs> they have a chance. They have a chance. They need to totally fix there's not great like um toy online retail like you got amazon you got target sure walmart but like for the stuff we're looking for and like a lot of parents like when they're going to look for toys you can't find it it drives you insane um so there's that online and then the stores dude like if they have a couple stores in big major areas like big king of prussia areas stuff like that i think they could survive on that model no one else is going to come for the toy industry. There's got to be one behemoth left, and it's it's them. I really think it, they'll be fine. Like, they'll be around for a little bit longer. Good. I, I mean, I hope they prove me wrong. I mean, right now, it's just my eyes. It's like it's putting lipstick on a pig, you know? <laughs> I think I think it's the right move. I think we need a toy store. We need, a, like, the big toy store. I don't think that needs to stick around. I'm with you, but they need to, they need to step up. They need to, they need to show me something. All right. We'll see. You can collect all 12 Pokemon trading card game cards inside participating boxes of Big G cereals, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, part of a complete breakfast. Gotta catch them all, man. <laughs> no way, dude. General Mills stepping up their, their packing game. General Mills, dude. We gotta get General Mills back on the cast. Uh, oh, yeah. They have announced this past month that they are packing in three free Pokemon cards in specially marked boxes of General Mills cereal. And they're doing mm. this to celebrate the 25th year anniversary of Pokemon. Wow. That's a long time. 25 years. (laughs) I was going to say, that's over 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't that make you feel old when you say that? I guess so. I feel like 
really old anyway. 25, yeah. 25. When you say, oh yeah, that's 25 years old. And it's like, well, good Lord, dude. I feel like I remember, I remember like I could recall days and trades that I made, like trading these things. I'm like, wow, I'm ancient. Uh, but anyway, more pack-in stuff. Uh, can't go wrong with pack-in stuff. Since we had such a huge reaction to our pack-in stuff last time with this General Mills uh, characters, I, I have treated everybody once again to another uh, poll here. I got oh, myself, no way, man. I got myself a box awesome. of uh, Golden Grams cereal. Dude, Golden Grams. Specialty Look at you. box of Golden Grams. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Before you open it, did you get the rest of the characters you were looking for last time? Did you get all them? No. No? Uh, was it just the two? Yeah. I was, okay. I was over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I, I never found a box that was labeled. That was the so. thing. I couldn't find any other boxes. And then I started looking them up online. And I'm just like, oh, I guess I could just buy them. I'm just like, ah, I'm, I'm over it. So... <laughs> So, Where'd yeah. you find these golden grams? Uh, yeah, found found them. Uh, found them the other day. Uh, it was sadly it was the only specialty mark box. I wanted like cocoa puffs or something that you know I actually might munch on, like cinnamon toast crunch. Uh, golden grams ain't bad. Golden grams are yuck. <laughs> they're not yuck. Dude, they're they're they bad. They're right up there with like Wheaties and life. <laughs> no, they're not that bad, and, dude. And kicks. Yeah. Give them kicks, no, dude. Golden grams are like really sweet. They're they're actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such a bad taste in cereal dude what do you mean dude you don't even like cereal you, don't... you, you like all that healthy crap all that like, i don't like healthy cereal you like honey bunches of oats and like anything brand <laughs> well now i do but i'm saying as a kid golden grams weren't bad uh, yeah they were bad right they weren't the best but it was like i'll eat golden grams they're not that bad what about what about corn pops i would eat those but that that's like you just didn't really want a very sugary cereal that day yeah well you would dump the milk out right what do you mean dump the milk out? You wouldn't drink the Corn Pops milk, right? <laughs> I think sometimes I would, yeah. Oh, God. Why? That's disgusting. You, what, did, did you eat milk and cereal as a kid, or did you never eat that? I tried different cereals, and Corn Pops was like my absolute least favorite. It was disgusting. <laughs> and it turned the milk all disgusting, too, I remember. <laughs> would you eat the Cocoa Puff milk water? Yeah, because it's like chocolate milk. Yeah, see, I thought that was gross for some reason. Mm, no, that had me hooked. That that actually was kind of a big selling point for me. But mm. yeah, I mean, I tried them all. I lived to tell the tale. Here I am talking about them, <laughs> and here here I am, an adult, um, opening up a box of cereal for the toys for the toys inside. So yeah, um, for for those of you got for those of you that are new, um, I do have a box of cereal here with me. Then I open it up. Oh yeah, recorded live. All that on the mic, recorded ASMR live, ASMR style. Uh, you know, I could Get be lying, there. but here. Here you go. Here, hopefully you this ain't lying picks with up. that. Not lying with that. With that. No. There's proofs right there. So here we go. We're gonna see what we get. Cards are right on top. I don't have to dig through the food. And it's a a, a three pack here. Um, oh. The the, I believe the set is fourteen cards. There's fourteen possible oh, cards wow. you can get. Um, Any hollows? Yeah, there's a couple hollows. The the Ooh. unfortunate thing in in my opinion is the one of the cards is guaranteed is the guaranteed holographic Pikachu. Like that that is in every single set. Oh, you always get in that. Yeah. So, I'm not too big a fan of that. I am a fan of that because this is probably the only set I'm going to buy. Uh just because hmm. it's nice it's a nice uh monumental occasion where I still have my original cards. So, these are probably going to get tucked in to that original folder somewhere and that's just gonna be it i'm not gonna like sell them or anything so yeah um 
so it's nice in that in that in that scenario that I'm gonna get the Pikachu, but it's kind of lame if you're like looking for all these cards and it says, oh, you get three cards, but really there's only you're only you know you get two chances. Uh, <laughs> you got a to, whole to lot of Pikachus. So, yeah, exactly. You get a whole lot of Pikachus. So without further ado, I have the booster pack here or the the three pack rather. I'll open it up. And I'm going to let you guys know exactly which cards I pull. Uh, a lot of these are like, I mean, basically they're like all new Pokemon. So I don't know what, I know you're kind of familiar, Strick. I know you're Oof. kind of familiar with some of these new Pokemon because you play the games or you have played more of the recent games, at least more recent than I have. Yeah, um, maybe. So you might know these better than I do. So here we go. Right on top, uh, we're getting the holographic Pikachu. It looks nice. Ooh. I'm happy to have it. Second pull is more Peko. Um, and he's hollow. That's, that's pretty, oh, dude. that's pretty nice. How do you spell more Pico? M-O-R-P-E-K-O. More Pico. Oh, no, I don't know that one. That's cute. Yeah. Little chipmunk looking thing. Hollow. That's nice. Dude, that's going to be a, a sought after one, I bet. And I also pulled a Snom. S-N-O-M. S-N-O-M. So that's a circle. That's basic. Snom looks like a little butt cheek. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I like Snom. <laughs> those are good ones, man. Yeah. So I mean, they're just gonna get tucked right in there, and they're gonna they're gonna cement the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. One of our friends in college, uh, <clears throat> we we started playing <laughs> we, we started playing Pokemon again in college, and we tried to play red and blue and yellow, and we tried to trade with each other. Um, <clears throat> And I know we were like all trying to fill out our decks and we asked our one friend who will remain nameless. We said, <laughs> we said, Hey, did you, uh, you finished the game yet? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I beat the game already. And we were like, Oh, you, you beat the game. Okay. Well, can we have this? Like, what it, do you have doubles of this? Like, can we get that? And he's like, well, no, I beat all the gym leaders. <laughs> we're like, dude, the song is gotta catch them all. Not gotta beat all the gym leaders. So. <laughs> I'm glad we were that nerdy back then, too. That makes me feel a lot better about myself now. <laughs> I don't want to admit to skipping classes for playing Pokemon, but that, Oh, my God, yeah, we did do that. Oh. Yeah, and we, we definitely noted it that we were doing that. But here we are, man. College graduates, we made it, and... Mm -hmm. we Somehow have, found jobs, and... and yeah, we host a <laughs> podcast with, like, what, five people listening, so that's cool. <laughs> Next, we've got two kind of weird topics, but I wanted to get your opinion on them. I just put it on here. Three 3D printed toys and uh, NFTs, man. Non-fungible tokens. You heard about these boys? Which one do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about 3D printed toys because I think that's like a little bit easier to talk about. What do you think of 3D printed toys? Do you think this is the future? Like, <clears throat> forget buying something carded. It's like you're buying this printer and that's where all your toys are coming from. No, absolutely not. No. Uh, I mean... No. Maybe like way, way, way down the line, uh, but nothing, nothing that I'm gonna see in my lifetime. I don't think. Um, no, I think we see this in our when we're when we're grandpas. This is this is gonna be toys. Hey, I mean that that'd be all right, I guess. Um, what we're looking at now is uh, something that uh, okay. Let me first let me first start by saying I am very interested in 3D printing, and it's something that I have done some research on, and I've considered buying a printer at some point. Hmm. Um, just because 
in what I, with what I do with like I tool with action figures and things like that, and I can I I, I would like to like make spare parts and uh, you know different things to make action figures work again. Not really like I want to make phony accessories or something like that, but like stuff that breaks on on action figures i'd like to you know replace stuff i'm i'm a i'm a fixer in that sense i don't like to throw stuff away so this you is are. definitely an avenue where i would like to like learn how to work it properly uh but i just haven't had the time i haven't had the funds to really dedicate <laughs> it to so it's not something that i would i will invest in like in the near future but uh speaking to what this is uh it's a child friendly 3d printer um so it's like a 3D printer in its, uh, I guess, lamest form because <laughs> you're you're not really printing out winners here, as far as I can tell. So no, yeah, but I mean, it's I think it's pretty cool. You buy this as a, for a kid, and you know that they'll like it's a little easier for them to work with. Yeah, I mean, it's cool in a sense of oh, let me watch this get made. Like that's the cool part when you actually oh, yeah. have the toy. It's it's lame. Like it's about, it's about as exciting. It's about as exciting as like playing with decorative soaps from the, from the bathroom that are shaped like starfish and like goldfish and stuff like that. Like that's the equivalent. Cause these, yeah, I mean, like, you could build a little bit of scenery for your action figures and stuff, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough sell because I, I think, I mean, what I just said, the, the magic is like watching it get made. I mean, it's the same thing mm-hmm. with like creepy crawlers. It's like, let's watch yeah. them get made. Let's make them. Like, that's the fun part. And then you're left <laughs> with the creepy crawler and it's like, okay, well, short of like leaving this on the floor and letting somebody get scared by it, which never happened because you made them neon green and pink. But <laughs> like, that's that's the extent of it. Like the, the fun that's part a is, good point. Watch, is watching it get made. So these- It's like the modern day creepy crawler. Yeah. If anybody wants to look up like the toy options- you know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty lame. I mean, it's vast, um, for what I see and it's all app driven, which is interesting. Um, I think that's, that's kind of cool, I guess. I know you're not a big, like app driven kind of guy, but for this I am, cause it's, it's connected. Like it's tech, it's already tech. So okay, I, I think it makes sense. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. The toys are super lame, but where do you, where do you, where do you land on this? I mean, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm on the, I'm kind of where you're at where I'm very interested, but just haven't made the dive i do have a friend who's very into this and like if you want suggestions whenever you're ready to take the dive like i'll, I'll hook you up with him because he prints a lot of stuff he actually printed me something from his uh from his game uh that i helped him work on cool um yeah man it's uh it's interesting stuff it's the it's the future speaking of the future non-fungible tokens man this is this is what people are collecting these days it's the new the new art form the new collectible the new hot thing yeah, you did, want yourself some non-fungibles. Did does this have anything to do with three D printing, or do you just bastardize these two together and fake one I, I entry? Just, we're talking the future, man. Oh, I'm just okay, saying that this the is future of toys. That's what this segment's called, everybody. It's called the future of toys. Future it is. Toys. It's called the future of toys. All Look right. at the script, man. All right, fair um, enough. The future of toys, uh, not the future of toys. It's just called the future because these I don't okay. these are never be like toys, but collectibles anyway okay. um i'm with you. people are selling nyan cat uh jack dorsey's selling his first tweet do you understand these enough to talk about it sure like what tell me what you want to say i just i this is so weird to me that people want to collect this stuff is it really <laughs> weird to you 
That's, I'm glad to hear you say that. Um, cause I thought you were going to be like, Oh no, dude, like this, I'm all about this. Like I, I already have oh, like no. 15 of these and you know, you really need to step up and buy them. I was really expecting all of that from out of your mouth. So that's, that's oh, no nice way. to hear. Um, I get it. I don't love it. Yeah. I don't love it either. <laughs> what, it's, why don't we start with what don't you like about it? Um, it's very, well, first of all, it's just my small brain and I'll, it's like a difficult concept for me to wrap my head around like the blockchain and how all this works and how it's like really a single entity. But anyway, beyond that, owning something digital makes me feel really silly. Like if I buy like a Fortnite skin or something like that, or like even an upgrade in a game, I'm just like, why did I buy that? Like, it's not anything. <laughs> it's, I didn't buy anything, and but I spent money and I feel like this gut like this this feeling in my gut when i look at this stuff i'm like these people are wasting money like it they are burning cash by by spending money on this stuff yeah i'm no authority on this by any means so let me just put that out there because i mean obviously like i don't think we can really even like do it justice like explaining exactly what this is so you guys should probably look up exactly what this is if you want a, a firm definition and explanation of what's going on yeah um but yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Buying something that's digital, yeah, that's 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 kind of uh, off-putting to me. Um, and I know there's a, a bunch of people out there that are just like, no, no, it's totally safe. Like it's all backed up. It can never get lost. Like you're gonna own that. I'm just like, mm-hmm, okay, well, <laughs> like, I mean, something that's like not even technically tangible, uh, because I, from what I gather. And I have not looked into this all that much, but from what I gather, like people actually do like, I know there's like artists out there that like sell their stuff and they like, they send them like QR codes, like mounted on the back of like a plaque with like an image of what you bought, which is kind of weird to me. Hmm. Um, Cause that's kind of where I'm at, where I'm just like, okay, well, if people are buying this stuff, like as a collector, where is this going? Like, where are you, yeah. <laughs> where are you putting this? Like, where, who are you showing this off to? Cause as, as a toy collector, you know, I have my display, you have your display. There's our display. There's the stuff we collect. It's like, what's the end game for this stuff? Like, where is it like supposed to be a digital space that they're putting this stuff on and going to show it off? Or like, is it something like where they print out a picture and be like, Oh, Hey, <clears throat> I-, I own that by the way. Like that's, I own that online. Well, yeah, I see it. What do you mean online? Like, yeah, you know, it's mine <laughs> online. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like the equivalent of something like, I don't know, like talking about like the road outside. It's like somebody could walk up to me and be like, hey, just so you know, I own this road. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Well, like I'm still going to drive on it and I'm going to spit on it. And I'm going to drop my cigarette buds. I'm not a smoker, but like I'm still going to do all this stuff on the road. <laughs> but you own it, you know? Okay, sure. Like what, what does that mean? I'm with you, man. I I I don't get it. I don't know where you display this stuff. I think it's it's kind of like if you had I'm trying to make an equivalent to like a physical something. If you had like Superman number 00001 or something like that. Yeah. But then again, it's like you could display that, but you still have to tell people like it's 001, you can't really tell unless you look at the back or something like that, you know. It's it's almost like that where you it's it's just like a brag. It's just like I have this thing. I can kind of prove it to you by showing you something kind of technical about it. Um but I own it, you know, I, I have proof of ownership. I mean, that's kind of the way like the world is going in a way where it's like, you know, no, no longer. Are, well, people are still exchanging money, obviously, but 
it's a lot less of like actually physical bills getting transferred as opposed to yeah, like man. you're just it's a digital world it's a transaction you're just swiping your card for for transactions nowadays and it's like that money exists but i didn't actually hold it i didn't pick it up um it's the same with like the stock market it's like you don't actually pick up stuff from the stock market or anything like that I, at least i don't think you do not that i own stocks or anything like that but well i do but anyway but it's not like I actually like can show off. Oh, look at my big stack of stocks that I own. You know something. So yeah. I get it in that sense. But as a collector of tangible things, it's not something I would ever be interested in. Unless like you came to me and be like, "Oh no, motel here, here, here. Buy all this stuff. Buy all this stuff. You're going <laughs> to be able to flip it." Because it's like I'm going to be able to flip it, and that's why I'd buy. I it. mean, that's what these people are hoping for. You know, it's like it's like just art. It's a, it's another way to offload. Um, your wealth into something that you think will either hold value or gain value. That's not money, you know? Yeah. It's like, and it's brand new. So who knows where this is going to go? If the bubble's going to pop and then, you know, somebody could, there's stuff, there's people, people are buying stuff for like almost a million dollars or maybe over a million dollars. I haven't really looked into it, but like really high dollar value stuff is out there. And (laughs) at the end of the day, if something crashes, it's like a pyramid scheme. Like somebody's going to left, somebody's going to be left holding something and somebody's going to get screwed. And I'm sure people are already getting screwed with like scammers and stuff like that. Like people don't know what they're doing and there's people capitalizing. So yeah, it's a pretty serious topic we're talking about here. Strict. (laughs) It's all over the news. And I'm just like, I just don't like this, you know, like I'm like, call me a grandpa, call me whatever, dude. Like I'm never getting into this stuff. This one's just for fans. Fan involvement. Fan involvement. Fan involvement section. All right, Strick. Here we are again at one of our favorite segments. Our one fa- of them. Our fan involvement segments. Not the favorite, just one of them. It's it's one. <laughs> it's it's a segment. <laughs> it's a segment. <laughs> Um, but like we say, uh, with every cast, we, we, we got to let you guys know, we're going to shout you out. If you leave a five star written review on Apple podcasts, that's to, all you got to do has to be written. And all you got to do is, is give us five stars and say something like great cast, love the cast. Hold on, hold on. You, you got to say the cast sucks. You can say the cast sucks. You know, you have to say that. Like, I want that to be the thing that people have to say. No. Somewhere in there, just say the cast sucks. Just that, have that be your sign off. By the way, cast sucks. But we're 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 just letting you know. Again, we're gonna shout you out if you leave a five star written review, which a lot of people have, which is super nice. Um, more recently in this past month, uh, we had a five star review left for us, a written five star. Uh, I believe it is pronounced Mammon, M A M M O N one eight three six. Oh yeah, Mam. My mom. That's like, like that's my mom, you know, like my man. That's my mom over there. Okay, my mom. <laughs> my mom. And, and then his or his or her phone number at the end there. It's a long digit of numbers. My mom. My mom. One eight three six three nine two left us five stars and said, "Great podcast in the title. Keep up the great work. Thank you. We are." We're, we're trying our best. Um, we're kind of juggling a lot of stuff at the moment with uh, mm-hmm. being being parents, uh, but we are doing our best to keep this a monthly podcast, and 
uh, I'm, I really hope you guys uh, keep coming back and listening because it, it shows our numbers are up and then it's great, man. We, we couldn't be more happy uh, and pleased that you guys are enjoying the podcast. So please send us a five-star review if you like the podcast and only if don't, don't feel obligated. If, if it's four stars, you know, give us four stars. If it's one star, uh, you know, leave it, I guess, but you're just not going to, you're not going to get a shout out. <laughs> don't leave one star. Don't do that. Yeah. Five stars and tell us we suck. That's how we know that you really like us while still not liking us. Fair enough. All right, man. The time has come. Collection updates. Collection updates. Now, let's not make the mistake we make every cast. I don't have much, so let me go first. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm at a crossroads, dude. Like, I am out of space. I don't have a lot of money, extra money to be spending. I don't know what I'm going to do because there's stuff like coming onto the market, lots of stuff coming on the market from Lego, and it's probably going to pass me by. And I'm either going to be super mad and pick it up or just like not care and, and just move on and be like, I'm not collecting that thing anymore. This is essentially our last cast because um, um, I'm saying I'm not going to stop collecting toys. There's like <laughs> there's there's lines of stuff that I was collecting within Lego and I'm like. I'm probably not going to collect that specific line anymore. Like, a lot of stuff is getting cut. Okay, how about this? Can you uh, let us in on your life a little bit of what will still be collected, if anything? Yeah, sure. Um, For sure, the modular series, like, I have a lot of them. I'm going to continue that. The Winter Village series, I build that every year. Those are the only two that are, like, cemented for sure I'm still going to collect. Did you say Um, minifigs? Minifigs, dude, that's where I'm at. I'm like, I either will just significantly cut down the ones i'm going to collect or figure something out because that that's the one that's like i'm going back and forth about everything else is pretty much cut at this point like brickheads goodbye architecture goodbye yeah dude i have no space forget it like there's no space in my house and i feel really guilty buying (laughs) a lot of this stuff when i'm like trying to pay bills and you know just buy stuff for oliver because nicole's not working right now she'll go back to work but it's like with daycare it'll be tight so that's where i'm at we we all have we all have our crosses to bear. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta cut down the collection. Yeah, I said like I was such a baby. Um, but uh, it 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 does well mostly because it's stuff that I'm like I would love to build this stuff with Oliver one day, and um, and I'm just like all right, well maybe he won't like this stuff. You know, here's the stuff I know at least I will like putting together, and I'll put it together either way. Um, and that dude when he hits the right age, like six or seven or whatever it is, I'm gonna be buying Lego galore, dude. Oh yeah. All our money right now is going to toys. It's not like we're not buying stuff. Like we're buying like so many toys for him. So I'm just gonna be like, yo, you bought when he was one through six, you bought him toys every almost every day. We're buying toys. So it's gonna be the same thing here, man. It's, we're gonna be the Lego house. It's like that's all I'm buying. I'm sending a sending a message to Nicole if she ever listens to this. It's just like that is your future. Cause you're setting a precedent with how many toys you're buying. I'm gonna buy that much in Lego, and that's all we're gonna own. Um that i mean he's gonna have to like lego but just from what he's playing with already i don't see why he wouldn't (laughs) cool man i like that update that was that was different that was a that was that was a very real raw update i like that there was no fluff thanks man (laughs) (laughs) now for some now for some fluff (laughs) what what do we got what do we got that you got now for some fluff um i haven't gone crazy uh picking stuff up I've been selling a lot of stuff, and I feel like I say that a lot, uh, but it's true. I've, I've been selling some stuff, really trying to cut down on what I collect. Um, don't get me wrong, stuff comes in, 
Um, not really worth mentioning on here, but one item that is worth mentioning. I did recently pick up a action figure from Super 7 from their reaction line. Uh, so for those of you that aren't familiar, it's the their uh, reaction line. It's like a 3.75 inch scale figure with five points of articulation. Uh, and, and they're mounted to a nice card with beautiful artwork. And it's, it's usually representative of some like retro property or, or something, uh, that I'm, that I'm into. Um, Super 7 usually, uh, tickles a lot of my buy-in bones. <laughs> and this situation is no different. Uh, I've kind of been grappling with this for a bit to, uh, pick this up or not. And I kind of, I kind of just did, I, I did the plunge and I, I picked it up. Uh, what I'm talking about here is the Toxic Waste Thug figure from the RoboCop line. Yeah, man. Strict, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let me, let me, <laughs> let me, let me tee you off here. How familiar are you with RoboCop? I'm laughing because this, this is like the last thing I would want when I was looking at <laughs> where to spend my money. <laughs> this is the absolute last thing I would buy. Um, so yeah. Not familiar, definitely not my thing, but I know it's yours for, I would, this would be the first thing on my list I'd buy for you, for sure. Uh, just, I know you that well. <laughs> so you, <clears throat> so you haven't seen RoboCop? I have not. Okay, RoboCop is, uh, I'm not going to say it's one of my favorite movies. I liked it, uh, growing up. It was one of those things where it's like, I think my dad was watching it and I kind of just like sat in with him and started watching it. And it was one of those instances where i was just like whoa i shouldn't be watching this like <laughs> there i mean there are people getting blown away like left and right like it is a straight up like action horror movie kind of in a way uh, how old were you oh boy i don't know i mean like second third grade something like that okay okay all right and this scene was uh kind of burned into my mind uh, as a kid, because the whole movie, it's like, it's a, it's a revenge movie. I won't, I'm not, I'm not really going to spoil too much here. It's a, it's a revenge movie. Um, RoboCop, he's, he's part, he's a humanoid robot. So like there's, there's, he's part human and he's part robot, obviously. And, and he ain't happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> and he, it's a revenge, it's a revenge flick. So like all the, the bad guys that wronged him and, uh, shot shot him up basically um i won't i won't say killed him because you know he's now robocop but uh he can't he, kill he, robocop he's basically, he's basically figures out that he wants some revenge and he wants to take care of some 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 uh some old thugs yeah some some old thugs uh that that wronged him and this this thug is no different um and i'll tell you why i'll tell you why i picked this up not only because of this scene uh but this scene spoilers uh was awesome because uh, this, this, this movie has nothing to do with like mutations or anything like that or monsters other than RoboCop himself. But this scene, it's sort of like the, RoboCop's pursuing a couple of the last remaining thugs. And this one guy who is portrayed, uh, by Paul McCrane, uh, who I'll talk about later, he is getting pursued by him and he actually makes a wrong turn into some toxic waste. And out of no, like it's out of nowhere. Like he turns into this <laughs> big old vat of toxic waste, gets all in into the van that he's driving, and he comes out and he's looking like this, and he's like he's, he's like melting, and he's like trying to talk, and and, he, and then he, and then he just dies. Like it is insane. It was it was crazy for me to watch as a kid. Um, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, it's pretty intense. Yeah, I will not forget it. So 
I wanted to uh, cement that occasion and pick this figure up. Um, the other sick reason why I'm picking this figure up, and you got to stay with me here because I feel like I'm going to lose a whole lot of people <laughs> when I'm talking about this part. <laughs> uh, but Paul McCrane, who portrayed this thug in this movie, mm-hmm. I really liked his performance in another movie, which you might recall, Strick, uh, the movie Fame, F-A-M-E. Oh. From 1980, yeah. the old one. Uh, from the old one. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen the old one, but I, I know I, you have. <laughs> well, strict. What's that song? Oh, man. What's that song? <laughs> we'll Body talk Electric. About it. We'll talk oh, about my God. <laughs> I that know, movie is not good. I know you've seen the remake uh, from 2009. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I actually made you sit through that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, why did we watch that? Why? Because I, I like the old one, and I totally. Oh, that's why we watched it. <laughs> I totally regret it. Uh, for those of you who don't know, fame very briefly, because uh, it's not really that important, but it's like a, it's about a group of like high school hopefuls. Um, <clears throat> they're looking to like find stardom at this performing arts school in New York, looking for fame, and they grapple with stuff like suicide and homosexuality and then they're also like navigate through like demanding coursework and things like that like the standard stuff um it's two hours and 15 minutes it's really it's really long if you don't like it from the first 10 minutes (laughs) you're not gonna like it for the rest it is unapologetically like itself for the whole two hours and 15 minutes so lots of song and dance if you're not into like performing arts it's not really so much a musical uh it's kind of like it has it has to be musical because of the credits like it's like High School Musical in a way. No, it's not. You haven't seen it. Well, you saw the remake, well, yeah. which isn't I'm, a representation. I'm talking about the remake. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, it's good if you're like if you were into performing arts. I mean, I can recommend that. And it's like totally, okay. it's totally full on '80s. Um, now, getting back to RoboCop, <laughs> we're talking about Paul McCrane, who also appeared in Fame, and he had a solo in the ending song called I Sing the Body Electric, which I was totally obsessed about. It is a fantastic song. Why do you like that song so much? Oh, dude, it's so good. I wanted that to be our, like, graduation song in high school, but... Oh, my God. I remember, like, people weren't going for it. Because this is I actually... Why. This is actually, like, an R-rated <laughs> film. Because there's, like... Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's, like, boobies and stuff. I mean, the context... Oh, man. Yeah, the context with, like, suicide and homosexuality and stuff like that. Oh, I guess so, it's pretty dark. Yeah, so... There's not really action figures to collect for fame. So collecting this specific action figure, I feel like I could open this action figure up and maybe like whittle some kind of like nice. What are you whittling? <laughs> like with wood? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like with, with wood. wood. Like fashion with wood. Um, like a nice marquee of fame. Oh, oh, and then I just, see. And then display this figure behind it or in front of it or what have you and then you know anybody that comes in to look at my collection will automatically make oh that particular character from that series was portrayed by paul mccrane who also starred in fame and had a solo in your favorite song i sing the body electric at the end that's the kind of connection that i want people to like like get right away like oh yeah of course you know i'll make it now when i see it (laughs) since i'm probably only one that sees your collection on a regular basis. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, uh, very the last bit of thing I'll talk about with fame, I highly recommend if you have five minutes to spare in your day, you look up, uh, fame. Just that see, just that scene on YouTube. Just type in "I sing the body electric" 
<laughs> and just watch that scene because man do those kids do those kids put on a show it is so good it is so 80s Oh, it's God. just so heartwarming. It's so good. <laughs> I love that you love that kind of stuff, man. <laughs> so like opposite everything else, every other thing you like. <laughs> I I don't think you ever thought we'd be talking about this movie on this podcast, but hey. No, man. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> That's going to do it for us today. If you'd like to stay up to date on all things Toy Talk Guys, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for the Toy Talk Guys. Please give us a five-star review, as Motel said, in Apple Podcasts. If you can, tell us we suck. And don't be afraid to tell a friend about the show. That what's, That's probably what help us, helps us out the most. That was great reading there. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you again next time. Talk.